From why social media does not work for business to creating a social media strategy, our guest today has all the insights, so stay tuned. Welcome to Let's Get Social with me, Philip Twyford, to the Curly Marketer, social media strategist and management. And me, Emer Duffy of Fit Social Media, your social media personal trainer. So if you're confused about social media or not sure what channels to use, well, we've got you covered on Let's Get Social. So Emer, happy chicken cacciatore day. God, that's a mouthful. It is actually, especially when it's cooked <laughs> rice, but uh, it, oh. it is. Yeah, yeah. I went on to daysoftheyear.com and today is Chicken Cacciatore Day and Cacciatore yeah. means hunter in Italian. Did you know that, Emer? No, I did not. Yeah, and it's hunters wow. who first ate this dish. Yeah. Wow. Are you planning to cook it yourself or something? <laughs> uh, oh, would that be telling? Yeah. No, no, I have been known to cook an old mean Italian, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think we might have to honour Chicken Cacciatore Day uh, today. Okay. Uh, as you know, I'm married to a head chef and I uh, will have to put that to him. I know what he'd be de- saying back to me, <laughs> but we won't go there. Two words. So- <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think it's past the watershed, so maybe we'll nope. go there. No, you no, know? no, no. So, 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 so. Anyway. But, um, but listen, speaking of something tasty, it is now time for... Yes, it is. It's Emer's experiences, the good, the bad and the ugly tips, questions and even the odd quiz. Um, So in our last show, you were on about Halloween, which is just, say, two weeks away. Scary or what? Incredible. Mm. Well, in uh, honour of our guest and uh, I'm trying to marry the two, you know, Halloween and our guest, but our guest is not scary. I'm just trying to sort of marry the fact that he's into lots of tips and tricks as well. Yeah. I have a little trick or treat. Do you like that? I do. Today, especially for anyone who are, who are out there hunting. Do you like that? Hunting? Ways, yeah. Ways to get value to their LinkedIn profile. Cool. Lay it down. Okay. It's in regard to your LinkedIn headline, which is the text find just below your name in your profile, as you know. Yeah. So did you know that if you use the LinkedIn mobile app, you can get more character space for your LinkedIn headline, which you can't get if you were to do it on the desktop. Wow, that is interesting. Yeah. So my advice is go give it a go and let me know. What do you think? I I think, yeah, I'd have to be kind of putting in like digital giggle, joke, lyrical wizard then, you know, but I can humor. I don't think you have enough character space. It's very true, very true. Yeah. And, and speaking of lyrical wizards, um, this is now coming to the best part of the show and the best part of your Friday. It's now here, Emer. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> oh, yes, it is. It's the Digital Giggle. Red alert! Red alert! Uh, I was hoping you would go, <laughs> you would chicken out of it this week. <laughs> this better be a good one. Go on. Yeah, no, this is good. I think our guests will like this one as well. Um, mm-hmm. Emer, you know, I recently realized that I've become addicted to social media, especially Twitter. So I phoned my doctor and the good news is he's going to put me on a personalized tweet. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Love a good tweet. I shouldn't be that. That is good, actually. I shouldn't say that. Nobody heard me. Uh, Nobody listens to this anyway. Um, That joke, I'm telling you, has zero engagement for me. In fact, I might even unfollow you there, Mister. I think everybody's going to follow me after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Everyone, get on Twitter now. Um, All I have to say is, if you find today's joke anyway engaging and would like more of them, you are in luck or maybe not in luck, you can catch Philip's previous jokes and indeed our other shows by hopping on to the Let's Get Social podcast on Podbeam, iTunes, Spotify, and the Dublin South FM website. And there you go. As I say, fly through the first three minutes and you'll be grand. Definitely not. If you need 
treatment for those blues. Check out those jokes, you know. Come here, I'm going to ring your doctor and, <laughs> <I think so. laughs> and get him signed, get yeah. you signed off. Um, so today we are delighted to be joined by Ali Mirza. He is the founder of Hashtag I Social You, a data-driven social media agency based in Dallas, Texas. Oh, I'd love to go there. Yeah. Um, helping brands and SMBs with two important aspects, digital marketing now, Philip, yeah. um, creating an engaging social presence. I think you need his help and so. generating lead sales and revenue. I know I need his help. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so without further ado, welcome to Let's Get Social, Ali Mirza. Thank you so much, guys, for having me on the show. You know what's interesting? Um, I heard you guys talk about chicken. Mm-hmm. Chicken catatorium day. Is that Did I say that right? That's right. Yeah. yeah. So there's a there's a joke in my family because chicken. Whenever I go visit my family, friends, cousins, they know my favorite food is chicken. So anything with chicken, okay. and I'm down. So they know if they want to invite me or if they want to convince me or if they want something from me, all they have to do is just cook chicken, any okay. kind of chicken, and then it's it's done. You're, you're there. <laughs> yeah. You might be getting a dinner guest tonight, Philip. <laughs> chicken and chips, Ali. You'd be rocking in here. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Ali, uh, before we begin, uh, we always like to check in and see uh, what are your thoughts are. Was it a trick or a treat to be listening to the digital giggle there um, with Mr. Twyford? I sometimes wonder, am I like losing my mind listening to these every week? But... What's your impression? Do you think he's got uh, content that is engaging? I think yes. Um, and there's a couple of days, and it's going on Twitter, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so you know what happened a couple of days ago? How Facebook and Instagram went down? Yeah. Yes. So there's a, there's a good chance that it might go down again. And yeah. everyone who's on Facebook and Instagram, they're going to move on Twitter and their overall engagement is going to go up. Yeah. So I think I think there's a there's a good chance you're gonna see like 187.35 percent more engagement. There you go, Philip. You need to put that joke on Twitter. There you go. <laughs> well, well, thank you, and Nadi, feel free to use that chicken joke whenever you're giving presentations or you are trying to present your brand. You have my permission. Yeah. Or someone's <laughs> cooking. Or someone's cooking dinner. Or someone's cooking dinner. Yeah. Um, but Ali, listen, it is great to have you on the show. Um, And before we get into the the questions, would you be able to tell our listeners a little bit about your own social media journey from how you got started to using digital to where you are now? Yes, yes, absolutely. And um, it's a really interesting uh, path or journey, and I'll try to condense it down. Uh, My background is, by degree, I am an electrical engineer. Wow. And then I worked in companies like Microsoft, GE, General Electric, and some really, really big names. And I was like really, really far away from digital and social marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, there was an interesting shift. I think I saw back in 2014, 2015, I saw we were building like really cool products, but people were not buying it. So I kind of thought, okay, so having a cool product or a service is one thing, but it's not enough to sell them. It's not enough to you know have customers. Mm-hmm. So that's when I kind of realized there's a there's a missing piece, and that piece is called you know it's it's marketing. It's how you speak the language of your customer. It's you how you tell the story of your product or your service and mm-hmm. convince them to you know consider you or buy. Mm-hmm. So that was the kind of the beginning of me uh, getting into social or digital marketing. Um, but I did a 180-degree shift from engineering. I quit my job. I took 40% pay cut and worked for a marketing agency uh, for about a six months. Um, and then eventually I started my own business. So that's kind of like a condensed version of you know, wow. my path. Wow. That is some, um, that's some trip. That's a complete shift from what you were doing to into a completely different space. And was it very much a case, Ali, that which I suppose is a bit like how myself and Emer have mm-hmm. to roll because of the ever-changing face of digital. Was it very much that it was just a case you just immersed yourself in digital and just self-taught yourself and just kind of learned by doing? Yeah, so it, it's a, 
you know, looking back, I mean, um, there are a lot of phases, a lot of paths. Uh, I mean, it's, it's been a journey, mm. but definitely, you know, cause there wasn't even, I think today there isn't any, like you can go to school and get an electrical engineering degree. You can get an accounting degree, but there's no quote unquote social media degree. Right. Yeah. A lot of people in this field are self-taught. I mean, these yes. days people would read like five blog articles and they think they, they know a lot. <laughs> Um, yes. But yeah, to, to answer your question, my journey was, it, it was all like self, you know, taught myself, quit my job, worked at an agency, I learned in the in, ins and outs, uh, learned how to land clients, how to work with clients, because doing social media is one thing, but then, you know, going after clients, landing clients, uh, making, uh, balancing a good relationship with clients, that's a totally different ballgame. Yes. So yeah. I have to kind of like, you know, learn all that along the yeah, way. Yeah, I think, I think it comes down to is that you have to have uh, the mindset of who you're working with and you have to be able to understand, you know, their their point of view, you know, mm-hmm. because um, it's a bit like, I, I'm going to bring in the cooking analogies. It's like, I think some of the greatest chefs, and my husband better not be here listening, um, <laughs> a lot of them are self-taught because they will go and, get to the basics say when they go to college but then mm. they grow from that and they build on that and i think mm-hmm. you know the experience hand-on experience you know you have to learn as you go you might make the yeah. odd mistake true mm. well that's yep. true true mistakes you learn yes yep yep and you know for for me one one thing i'll kind of add two things kind of there's because a lot of people are doing social we're doing social and i think this industry is going to grow but mm-hmm. two things that really helped me, one was uh, my engineering background, because I, I look at everything. I still have like very analytical, very like data-driven brain. Yes. So instead of like looking at campaigns from the lens of hey, creative creativity, I used to and still do look at different campaigns and marketing data. You know, how mm-hmm. do you grow, you know, let's say Instagram, you know, let's look at the data and then analyze and then decide, follow the data. Yes. Um, and the second thing, it was all a lot of things that I talk about, I teach or I do for my clients. I'm also practicing and I'm also doing on my own social account. Mm-hmm. So those two mm-hmm. things really helped me kind of, you know, gain uh, traction and build this business. Good. So you're you're ever evolving like the different platforms you're you're checking mm-hmm. out and trying out new things because like people just say, oh, I'll just stick here with the Facebook page and I won't. You know yourself, Philip, they don't. Yeah, they don't move forward. You know? Yeah, like yeah. I think, like I think, if you demonstrate as you, as you are demonstrating and have demonstrated, Ali, I think the whole element of of testing just don't mm-hmm. assume yeah. that it won't work. You know, maybe try it out, test it, and as you mentioned, so critically, look at the analytics and the data. You mm-hmm. know, from yep. the type of posts that are resonating, the time you're posting, the channels that you're using, you may be surprised that Instagram is killing it for your business and LinkedIn isn't. You know, so yep. so yeah. So I was going to ask you, um, Ali. You know, as you say, your your mindset is not with the creative side and the front end. Nearly yours is more behind the scenes and seeing how things work. Do you yeah. feel every business seems to be on social media? Do you think they are kind of see it as overrated in a sense of oh, putting all their eggs in the one basket and and you know. Um, you know, keeping, you know, just, as I said, stay with Facebook or Instagram and not um, expanding mm. or trying out something else. Yeah. You know, to, to, to some extent, I, I think that's true. But here's, in, in my opinion, here's what's going on. Because to to get on social, to be on Facebook, to be on, you know, Instagram, mm-hmm. it's really easy, right? You can kind of create an account and then start yeah. creating content. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the mistake or the, the challenge is not a mistake. Um, as users, when you, myself, Philip, when when we go on, on uh, Facebook or Instagram, we're not looking for you know sales. We're not looking to be sold. What we as consumer, we, we use these tools for entertainment, for education, to mm-hmm. connect with our friends, to network. But then if we look at the business owners, what they want from these tools is completely different. They want leads, they want sales, they want conversion. So it's like two different things. The consumers want something else and businesses want something else. So to me, the way businesses or a lot of businesses, the way they're approaching social, it needs to change. 
Mm. But I do think that, you know, social media is a place, is a platform. It's not going to go anywhere. And the reason for, for that, in my opinion, is as humans, it's making us lazy. Because as a human, I want to just sit on my couch and have everything given to me, all the entertainment, all yeah. the dating apps, everything. Mm. I don't want to yeah. go out. All the yeah. Um, yeah. the the shopping, the food deliveries, just give it to me, right? And mm-hmm. social media is making that happen. So and I, I think and that trend is going to stop. I was going to say, it's got even worse, I think, over the years, uh, this, the last year, 18 months with covid because people are kind of still hesitant, you know, you know, going out now, things are opening up in most countries and stuff. But um, I think you're right that people are getting lazy and they want to be entertained. But I think the businesses just want to push out sales mm-hmm. and you get from clients. I don't know about you, Philip, but I get them saying to me, oh, what's the return on investment? I'm I'm not going to make any sales off this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like saying you're, you're not, it's not selling media. You're building awareness for if, say, for example, they're a hairdresser, your lifestyle, you're selling a, a lifestyle, you know, to someone mm-hmm. who wants to look good mm-hmm. and that you're the person to help them. Yeah. Yep. Like, like, like definitely, I think there is that element of, I suppose, maybe, lack of patience that social allows kind of sort of gives that false sense of that everything is at the fingertips you know Mm -hmm. that it's instant gratification um i suppose i'd be interested from your point ali that should businesses if they want to use social media effectively should they be seen as as a platform where they can showcase their personality how they're bringing positivity or solutions or whatever to uh, their clients or their target audience and that through a relationship building mindset um gets those clients to then engage through i suppose then what would be deemed maybe the the sales channel process either back onto their website or to book a call or download mm. a free trial or whatever it might be, but that the social media is there to demonstrate, you know, how the company is aligned or is essentially ticking the boxes for the target audience, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So um, completely, I think uh, a lot of businesses, the way they're approaching social is they feel like, Oh, there are people there. Let's just push our products. Mm-hmm. And what I tell them, you know, the, uh, they got to take a different, you know, different approach, build awareness and relationship. And here's the, I'll, I'll kind of condense down the, if you skip this whole episode or, you know, this interview with the next 30 seconds are probably going to be the most important. So just FYI, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> the way I tell businesses is, um, so for, for, for a second, just forget about social. Since the Stone Age, the way, you know, us and our grandfathers, the way they've done business mm-hmm. is three steps. So what we used to do and still do is we go meet people. Yep. Yeah. You know, we meet a bunch of people and let's say you met hundred people. You're not going to like all hundred. Maybe you like 10 of them, right? Mm-hmm. So in step number one, you're going to go meet a lot of people. And then step number two, let's say those 10 people that you like, you, you're going to do coffee or dinner or some type of like a next step meeting with them. Mm-hmm. Right. And then from those 10 you're going to do probably do business with one or two. You're either going to buy something from them or they're going to buy from you. So it's a three-step process that we have, you know, followed since the Stone Age. So I call step number eight is attract. So we go out there and we attract people who are, you know, like-minded or people who are interested in our services or Mm -hmm. people who potentially can buy. And step number two is we build a relationship with them by doing coffee dates or Mm -hmm. lunch or dinner or something. And then step number three is the the C or the convert. That's when we do the transaction. So what happens is when we go to social, we forget that process. Mm. We just go on social and start, here's my ebook, here's my chair, 20% off, my fridge is on sale, or you know, the TVs is 20% off. Yeah, we yeah. forget the A and B. So what I tell people is we have to do on social the same thing that we have mm. done since the Stone Age. Mm. Yeah. It's a process, attract, build, and convert. Mm. Very good. I, I, I agree with you because I think, yeah. you know, people buy from people, they get to know, like, and trust. They don't, uh, like, you don't go into a bar and run up to Philip and go, marry me. <laughs> yes. 
Well, you'd be surprised, Humor. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, which bar do you go to, Philip? Oh, there'd be telly, Nelly. You'd be straight on the plane over. <laughs> you, he could be your wingman, you know? Yeah, it's actually, yeah. it's a private bar, Ali, full of mirrors. I'm the only customer when I go in, marry me, Philip. And I, I, they all, I'm, I'll all turn mirrors say yes. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I will have to see that now. Yeah. Um, but I, I just think it's so important, like, you know, um, you know, then you have businesses that are kind of thinking and they, and actually Philip gets this a lot. I need to be on the latest thing because all my customers might be there like TikTok mm-hmm. and and Philip goes, no, you don't. No, you don't. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. you, and I, like I'm not on it. Well, I am. I have one little video about my mic. But it was just, just a test to see what it was like. But um, my customers are not on TikTok, um, but it has exploded. Is it mm-hmm. really for business or is it just for entertainment? So two, two things I'll say. One, I do think it's for business. And then number two, it kind of sound conflicting, but it's it's not, and I'll explain. I don't think every business needs to be on TikTok. So that's a relief because I don't want to be. <laughs> <laughs> so to me, because you know what's happening on TikTok is uh, you know, they started as a you know, a lot of teens and you know, younger yeah. generation, but the, the platform is maturing. That's how Instagram started, that's how Facebook started, like that's mm. how like a lot of other platforms, but they're all like aging up. And same phenomena is happening on, on TikTok. And personally for me, um, since the June of 2020, so it's almost a year and a half, most of my leads came from TikTok. So really? that's really, yeah, most of my leads came from, because from, I got really, really active on TikTok and I started using it as a, uh, you know, business tool. So mm-hmm. I do think, you know, the, if you're a business, your audience is on TikTok, but you don't have to go to TikTok just because I'm on TikTok or other businesses are. To me, like if, I, if I'm a business owner and I'm, I'm trying to decide which platform, which channels I need to invest in, mm-hmm. the, the question I would ask myself is, is my audience on that platform? That's the first question. Oh, that's number what I would say, yeah. Yeah, number two is, do I like creating content on that platform? Because see, if you... If you, yes, there are business owners who are listening to, uh, who listen to podcasts. There are business owners who listens to, uh, or who spend time on LinkedIn. LinkedIn. There are business owners who spend time on, on YouTube, right? But let's say I'm, I'm, I'm good on audio, but I'm really bad on video. So if I try to kind of dominate YouTube or try to go to YouTube, I'm, I'm going to struggle because it's, uh, I'm, I'm kind of going to my weakness, right? Instead of that, if I invest my time doing the podcast or doing the audio, which I'm good at, I'm going to have more success or more chances of uh, being successful. So I always say, first question you want to ask is, um, is my audience on that platform? If you're not sure, look at your competition, look at their channels and see where they're getting more engagement. And number two, the second question you, you want to ask yourself, do I like creating that type of content? Do I like creating podcasts or do I like writing stuff or do I like creating short form videos like TikTok? So if you answer those two questions, you can kind of narrow down which channels you need to go on as a business. Okay, I'll be honest. I'm still dragging my heels to go on video. <clears throat> and still dragging, I'm... <laughs> Do you hear the noise? You can hear the noise in the background. That's the heels dragging. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. But God, I think, you know, you have to be comfortable what you, what you were saying, Ali, with, you know, yeah. where, you know, you might not be a writer and you're dragging yourself to go and write a blog. Mm. No? Yeah. And they say blogs are important, but not everybody can do it. So maybe you're better off getting someone who could do that for you. Um, if you yep. give them the information and they can craft it a little better, that might take the pressure off. But yep. doing video, it has to be you. I, I can't find yep. another emer. Can you, Philip? Thankfully, no. There is only <laughs> one emer, you know. <laughs> and if there's another emer, don't identify yourself, please. <laughs> but I was going to say, what, what platforms do you feel are the ones that businesses could really considered to be on you know if tiktok is not your bag what would you say is it b2c and b2b is that the direction you go yeah i mean it's the you want to ask yourself like what where is your audience if you're like mm. b2b and you're selling to yeah let's say see other chief marketing officers of other companies then mm-hmm. linkedin right? Because that's where those people are most likely they are. If okay. you are an e- e-commerce brand and you're selling to 
uh, you know, moms, then it's probably Pinterest and, you know, Instagram. So that's the, you know, the, the, the first question, you know, the audience, your business, your, the target audience, what you're selling and where those people are. That's mm-hmm. the, that question will, because will, if you, you know, people, yes, there are probably less business owners on TikTok compared to LinkedIn, but there are business owners on TikTok. There are business owners on Instagram. There are business owners on, on you know, Pinterest, but you want to ask, you know, look at your business and your target audience and then ask yourself, where is, if I'm selling printers to, uh, you know, IT companies, Mm-hmm. Uh, the to the to the IT manager in a company, then are is that person likely to be active on TikTok or LinkedIn? Yeah. So in this example, I feel more comfortable, yeah. you know, using LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, I have to say I agree with you because you can't be everywhere. You know, that's where the pressure is. I think for a lot of business owners that they have to feel they have to be oh, have to be on Facebook, have to be on Instagram, have to be on TikTok, yeah. and. It doesn't work because you're going to spread yourself too thin. You're going to lose momentum. You're going to lose ideas. You're not going to keep focused and you're going to lose business time. So, yep, yep. Yeah. 100%. And you, you know, another, another um, kind of hack or trick that I personally use and I love it when you try to find or identify which channels you want to invest. So, mm-hmm. the two, two kind of like questions I like to ask myself. Um, and one is, you know, where is my audience? Like which platform uh, the audience is on? Mm-hmm. The second thing is, can you touch and feel them? So a lot of people miss that. And here's the here's why that's important. So are, if I ask you, are moms on Pinterest? What do you think? Yes or no? I would say, yeah. Moms on Pinterest? Right? Yeah, I would think so. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Are, are moms on LinkedIn? There would be some. Ooh, there would be, yeah. There would be some, right? <laughs> so for your business, right? So for your business, you want to let's say I'm like, hey, I'm I'm selling, um, you know, something to college students, right? So mm-hmm. college students are probably are on on Instagram, but that's in, but they're also on on LinkedIn. They're also on TikTok, right? So the mm-hmm. next question you want to ask yourself is, can I touch and feel them? Can I see them on that platform? Because it's not enough to say yes, college students are on. Uh, on Instagram. But if you say college students are on Instagram, they are on New York University's Instagram page. If you go to their page or their Instagram profile and click on the following tab, you can see all the college students. The reason that the next step, that step is important because when you can touch or feel or see them, Mm -hmm. then you can create better marketing strategy. So if I just say, hey, my audience is on Instagram, create a marketing strategy or marketing plan for me, that's different than what if I tell you, hey, my audience is on the page of New York University and it's on Instagram. Now create a marketing strategy. Now I can create an Instagram ad campaign to target just that account and the followers of that page or that account. That's actually a good idea because Mm. you're guaranteed that that's their interest. That's what engages them. And if you have an ad of some sort that's kind of on that wavelength, you're going to yeah. get people yes. engaging. Yeah. Yes. Like Sometimes I, when I, <laughs> oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just, I was just going to say, um, Ali, like I think what's interesting about this whole conversation and would love your points. I know you've done uh, some great videos, particularly a reel on Instagram around the whole element of strategy, because mm-hmm. uh, it's, a, it's an area that I always kind of push with clients when I'm mm-hmm. talking about social, that if you have, a strategy and it doesn't need to be highly complex you know just but a plan to sort of understand how you're going to use social yeah. what your objectives are who you're targeting you know when you're dealing with clients would you have any tips you could share with the listeners about creating a simple social media strategy that would give them a bit of clarity as to how to get started and choosing channels and target personas yes. and all this kind of stuff absolutely absolutely and it's a there are four questions I like to ask, uh, or you know, when we do our, our clients or onboarding, the first yeah. session is always like brainstorming, and it's four questions, and let's hope I remember them in the right order. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the the first one is what. So, and we talk about what's the business or what's the goal, right? Is the business you know are we selling uh, fashion products or are we selling printers or are we building a personal brand? So. The what question means, you know, what's the goal or what's your product or what's your service? So you want to get very, very clear uh, on that. Uh, 
Mm. Um, and then the next question is um, who, and that's where who is the target audience. Yeah. And go very as specific as you can. And the example that I gave earlier, don't just say my audience is on Instagram. Be specific and you know go to some research, and that's where we can work. We work with clients too, and you know you can say it's the, this is the age range, uh, this is where they live, and also on social they are on Instagram and they're following this account. Yes, and they're on Facebook and they're on this page. They are on uh, LinkedIn and this is what they're tied up. It's not enough to say we are you know targeting like C level people on LinkedIn if it's the you know chief marketing officers. Yeah. On LinkedIn, you can type in the search bar and see all of them. Yeah. So that's the second second question. You know, who is your target audience? Identify where they are and try to get to a point where you can see them, feel them, or touch them. Right. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's an offline business. Then I like to, you know, hey, let's go to this conference and we can all of our target audience. We can see them. We can yes. touch them. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the second question. Um, the third question is where. And that means where is this target audience spending time right now? Is our audience active on, are they spending more time on Instagram or TikTok or LinkedIn or Pinterest or YouTube? And how do we find out? We, we can just you know, look at our competition or people who have similar business and do some you know, research. So, um, so the first so question was- you So know, you're, say, you're saying like, look at the competitor uh, that you have and see- if they're the what her what their follower base is like and who's engaging yes. with them yeah right yes okay that's one way one way sometimes you know we're looking at the business and let's say the business is a, a, a plumber right a plumber mm-hmm. in 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 dallas that's where i live mm-hmm. so sometimes when we do this exercise and we're like okay so you're in dallas so people might be looking for someone like you on google so they go to google and they do a search so when mm-hmm. we look at where you know where is this audience what are they doing right now? Where are they? Where are they spending time? That's when you kind of ask those questions. You find out, oh, they're probably not hanging out on Facebook or Instagram. They are, you know, doing Google searches, and that yes. might tell you, oh, you need to for this business, for this strategy, this this client, you need to have, you know, Google search campaign or Google ad campaign. Uh, but yeah, that the where basically you're brainstorming or you're looking at your competition. But the question you're trying to answer is where is my target audience? Where are they spending time right now? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last piece is how. So how basically means, you know, so now you know what's your business, what the goal is, who is your target audience specifically? Where are those people? Uh, and then the how is basically you make a list of how are we going to get in front of them? How are we going to get their attention, you know? And then mm-hmm. if you do this in, in, in the order, a lot of times the, the answer will reveal itself. Like the example of plumber, sometimes a plumber comes to us and he's like, well, I want to do, uh, I want to build my Instagram. And then we do this exercise and then we figure out, oh, we can build your Instagram, but the, the person that you're trying to attract, people are going to Google and they're looking for terms like, you know, plumber near me or cheapest plumber in Dallas or, yeah. you know, plumbing mm-hmm. prices in Dallas. So when we do that research, we're like, if your goal is to build your business, then according to this, let's do a Google ad campaign for you. Let's do a, you know, build a search campaign for you, do SEO. Mm-hmm. So if you do these four things in, in you know, in order, um, you know, a lot of time your marketing strategy, marketing plan will reveal itself. Yeah. Yeah. And, it's, and I think as we were saying at the start, Ali, I think it's a, it's about kind of testing, looking at the data, seeing what's working and just keep, I suppose, um, ref- refreshing and reframing and I suppose improving, you know, if something isn't working, try and find out why it's not working. And maybe it's just down to the fact that, well, your target audience isn't, isn't on that TikTok channel, but they might be over on Instagram or wherever yep. it might be, you know, um, like I, I suppose following on from that, like COVID has, I suppose, has meant that so many new businesses have opened up. There's a real entrepreneurial spirit that has arisen. Mm. Um, people are going out on their own. Um, or they're, they're trying new things. They're, they're thinking new, life is too short. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with, with I suppose, with new business owners and entrepreneurs who decided to go out on their own, how would you maybe suggest that they should, I suppose, start with social? I would imagine it would be a case of applying your principle of that simple strategy and then starting to yep. get active. Would that be, would that be fair to say? 
Yeah, yeah. So I would definitely, you know, that 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 strategy, it doesn't have to, when we do with our clients, we sometimes we spend like four hours, like half a day a day because we go into that detail. But if you're just starting out, right, you don't have to make that complicated. You can just take a piece of paper yeah. and just sort of like, here's my, my goal is to, you know, build my personal brand. I want to be known as, you know, social media expert or uh, ambassador, or I have, I want to start a pizza shop, right. In, in, mm-hmm. in Dallas or so whatever your goal is, list that and do this, the, this framework. And in like 15, 20 minutes, you can have a pretty, like a simple, but a, a good starting point. But, and then afterwards, it's all the consistency. And then I, I used to call, or I still do hashtag ABT, which is always be testing. So yeah. always test and see what works best for you. Let's say you decide this in this plan. Hey, I want to go um, and start posting on Instagram, right? Great. But when you're doing it, you realize, hey, it's really difficult. A lot of, you know, for me to create reels and videos, it's not really my jam. I'm spending a lot of time. I'm burning out. Uh, and it's not, I feel like it's it's a struggle. But then you look at your, your plan, you also realize my audience is probably also on, you know, LinkedIn. And you re- realize, you know, creating videos on Instagram, uh, you know, using reels, it's not really like working out for me. Then, you know, test something else maybe go on linkedin and start creating you know story form content uh text-based content or uh, with images or mm-hmm. with infographics or polls that might work better for you mm-hmm. um, so it's always you know once you have a plan then you do you know stay execute that consistently but then always you know be testing always look at the data and mm-hmm. see if it's working for you or not yeah that's good advice i, I was gonna say uh t- yeah i like i mean you can't appeal to everybody. So you need to focus and see where you're going to get the engagement. And then I would stay on that platform and stick with that rather yeah. than go hopping to different ones and and keep to that one platform maybe and get better at that and get more confident with that. Um, yep. You actually are so confident, um, Ali, when it comes to Instagram with your quick tip videos. I love the way you kind of go, and did you know? And you're pointing <laughs> and you're did you do? And I'm going, how does he find all this stuff? And like you've, you've grown over what nearly 90, 95,000 followers. Um, what tips could you give maybe me <laughs> or well, sorry, or Philip? Um but to anyone else listening today, um, what help could, you know, to best use Instagram going forward? Um, is it, you know, these reels dancing around the room like Philip does? And, uh, or, <laughs> <laughs> or is it the quick, look, this is helpful. Um, is that the better direction to build up the followers? Yeah. So specifically for, for Instagram, guys, the, the two things I'm seeing, actually mm-hmm. three, uh, work really, really well on Instagram for my own testing and observation. So doing reels, yeah, going live, and also posting carousels. Carousels are like multi-post images. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So those those three things are really kind of if if someone wants to you know grow, I would focus on. I would start testing those three like formats. And then there's a reason for that, I believe, because you know with the rise of TikTok, both Facebook and Instagram. Um, they want to compete with TikTok. So that's why, you know, mm. anyone who's creating reels is a direct, you know, competitor of TikTok. It's a, you know, with similar, same features. Uh, yeah. So anyone who is adopting those features, it's still fairly new. I think uh, reels came, it's actually a year now. So mm-hmm. in October mm-hmm. last year. Uh, so anyone who is posting reels, they are likely to get more, more, uh, more reach and engagement because Instagram wants to push that. Yeah. Um, so that's what I would say, you know, if you want to grow on Instagram, test the, the reels. Uh, and then go live once a week, um, and then you know uh, spend or test the carousel posts. Um, carousel posts they do increase the time people spend on your profile consuming that content, and that can you know you can get extra reach for that. Yeah. Um, another reason you know one thing I've personally noticed whenever these platforms, um, Facebook, I mean you pick any, even like uh, YouTube these days they're pushing uh, YouTube Shorts. Because yes. that's a new yeah. feature. They want to compete with mm-hmm. TikTok. So anyone who's using YouTube Shorts, they can get extra sort of, you know, reach and engagement. So whenever these platforms have, um, you know, uh, like a new feature, the mm-hmm. early adopters do get some benefit. Get the traction. Um, so that's yeah. what, yeah, get the traction. That's what I would say. If you want to grow on TikTok, the goal, then I would experiment with these three, you know, the formats. Now, one thing I'll say, because 
one you you'll notice um, there are a lot of different creators. Um, there are people who are using reels and they're using music and they're, mm-hmm. they're dancing, they're entertaining, uh, and it, it's working for them. It's great. There are other people who are kind of like me. I'm using reels, but I'm mostly like 90% of the time I am educating. I'm not, I don't think I'm dancing in any of my reels. So I'm purely using that feature for like education. I'm, I'm trying to educate my, you know, audience. Um, you can test both. Some people may have, you know, they might be able to combine both uh, entertainment and education, like edutainment, which mm-hmm. might be I- ideal. Uh, but feel free to, one thing I've realized, feel free to, there's no, there's no rule book when it comes to, uh, mm. you know, places like uh, TikTok or Reels. I've seen people who draw, they're not showing their face, they're drawing on, on a piece of paper and they're getting a lot of engagement yeah. and a lot of reach. I'm seeing yeah. people who are dancing and they're getting a lot of engagement. And I'm seeing, seeing people like me who are just using it as a educational, um, uh, you know, uh, channel and they're getting uh, a lot of engagement. So I think there's, do feel free to experiment uh, feel free to, you know, you don't have to look at someone. You can look at other people, but just to take notes and just sort of uh, understand what's possible. But then, you know, feel free to break the rules. Feel free to have your own uh, way of creating content and then experiment and then see, because that might work better than anyone else out there. Can I ask you, what's your best reel then? You know, you're going <laughs> to, um, as far as the, the views, yeah, which was the most engaged one you you've done, or are they all that all the same in that they're well, you know, like up there, you know, is there or is there one in particular you go, I didn't expect that to be that good. So, you know what's interesting? I do look at the the data and kind of like see what's what's uh you know what's working and what's not. I know like on my account, whenever I stop, I, I've done like a, a experimental video on YouTube. Mm-hmm. If I stop going live on my Instagram account, my growth will uh, drop. Whenever I start going live, everything else is the same. The content, my growth will skyrocket. Like I've done that experiment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I look at the data, but I actually honestly don't know which reel had the most view. I don't, what's interesting with me is if I, if I post something and it does well, I'll go post another content. If I post something and it does bad, I go post another piece of content. So I don't yeah. look at the views or. Um, You're just basically mixing it up and, and just, mm. you know, as Philip was saying, test, test, you know, some days are yeah. good, some days are bad. Yeah. So in the, in the yeah. micro, I'm not, I don't look at individual piece of content and say, okay, this one is doing really well. This one, is, my whole goal is because I'm like, okay, I want to build a brand. The way, If I want to build a brand, then I have to create content. If I have mm-hmm. to create content, then I have to create a content a way that helps someone. And, you know, so here's the here's one KPI that I like to kind of hold myself up to. If I create something and it has one comment, I feel like it's worth it. Yeah. So if, yeah. I, if it doesn't get any comment and it may have tons and tons of views, then I feel like it wasn't good enough for someone to leave a good comment or maybe ask a question or, mm-hmm. you, you know, then I feel like it wasn't, it wasn't up to the mark. But if I get one comment, I feel like, oh, it did the job. There was at least one person out there who found it valuable. So that's the only kind of like KPI I look at as far as, you know, from content to content basis. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's, uh, that's valid, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I was going to ask Philip what was his best reel, but we won't go there. <laughs> Yeah, but, yeah. but you know, if I have to guess, because I, I do share a lot of like Instagram hacks. If I yeah. have to guess, I think it's a, one of the Instagram hacks video that probably had you know few million views. Yeah. Wow! Because um, that people do find on from my content. Anytime I share Instagram hacks or TikTok hacks, those are the that's the best type of content. Yeah, because we were looking for that, especially for on the mm. Instagram channel and TikTok. Mm. Um, like I suppose. Uh, like, like Ali, this has been a brilliant interview with a huge amount of knowledge. I think we'll definitely have to get you back on the show. Um, but I think we have time for two more questions. Um, and I suppose, you know, from your experience of working with clients and and seeing what they've been doing on social, is there is there any mistakes that you see businesses sort of consistently make that maybe our listeners could look out for and try to avoid? 
Yes, yes, absolutely. So the first one we are kind of talked about earlier already. I think uh, you guys pointed out it's trying to be on all the platforms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So don't don't do that, especially you know in the in the beginning. I mean, you don't have a lot of resources because it takes time. I have built following on Instagram, but if you look at how many posts I've posted, mm. I, I think I have. Uh, it's not in front of me, but it's probably like two thousand, three thousand, four thousand, like in mm. in thousands. Yeah. So that's a lot of tests that I've done a lot of, you know, failed mm-hmm. posts that didn't have any engagement. So yeah. the first mistake I see people make is they try to be on all the platforms. Mm. Um, the second one is they don't follow a lot of business. They didn't follow that ABC that track build and convert mm. uh, it, the, the process. So they come mm-hmm. to us and they'd be like, Hey, we have the budget for Facebook ads. Let's run Facebook ads and try to sell our products. Mm-hmm. great you know that we have budget but why would someone who have never heard of our brand before why would they click on our ad and then go buy I and mean, it might be the best you know pizza it might be the be- best furniture mm-hmm. but why would they purchase yeah so and then when you you know kind of like you can always test it and kind of uh and that's the example i always give you know if you have a facebook ad budget and you're trying to go show your ads to cold audience, people who have never heard of you, then do realize that they the ads can fail as well because those people have never heard of you. So why would they trust us? Yeah. Um, so that's the second mistake that we we go to social and we try to do the C. We've skipped the A, the track phase, and B, the build phase. We yeah. just do the C or we want to do the C. So that's the second mistake that I see people make. And the mm-hmm. third one is kind of, uh, less of, of a business and more of um, like people who are building personal brands. It's they try, and this is a mistake I've made myself too. Um, we see someone else doing something and it's working for them, and mm-hmm. we try to copy it. Yeah. Like I might see someone who's doing really good on Reels and TikToks, and I'm like, I want to do the same thing because they're getting a huge engagement and growth, and seems like their business is growing. So I want to go and jump on that platform. And video might not be my jam instead of that audio might be my jam. So mm-hmm. that's a third mistake, you know, mm-hmm. I see people make, we see other people doing something and we try to just copy that instead of yeah. asking ourselves, hey, what am I really good at? What's my, uh, you know, uh, uh, the strength, uh, self-awareness. Mm-hmm. So those are the three mistakes I would say people make, I see people making a lot. Brilliant, very good. So basically don't be somebody else. You know, you. don't try. Yeah, exactly. You know, because yeah. then that's going to yeah. be you're going to be more authentic. People are going to actually see through, you know, oh, that they're just copycats of something else I've seen. And mm. that's not going to help your business or your brand or your reputation. You know, exactly. um, yep. can I ask you one more thing, um, Ali? Um, but I agree. You need to come back. Um, social mm. media is like evolving at an incredible uh, phenomenal space like oh talking to spaces like twitter spaces for example yeah. um <laughs> do you uh, which i'm quite happy to go on um I, I, have you any trends that you're seeing or things coming down the line that you're excited by um and will you be jumping on that bandwagon yes yeah so a couple of things i think uh, one is the you mentioned Twitter spaces and, you know, clubhouse. So I do think the, the audio, cause it's a really interesting format. It's yeah. less pressure as a, as a content creator. Mm-hmm. So I think audio as a uh, platform, as a medium is going to grow. Yeah. I am yet to, I haven't done much with audio. So that's one trend I'm paying attention to, or I'm planning on mm-hmm. looking more into. Um, the second one I, it's not new, I call it like micro storytelling mm-hmm. uh, with education. So, and it's it's the, you know, Wine started that. Wine was a, you know, six second videos and then Snapchat has 15 second videos and then um, Instagram had, you know, 15 second stories and then TikTok had, you know, 15 seconds, 60 seconds and now Reels and now, tick, uh, you know, YouTube Shorts. So it seems like this, you know, short format and that's mm. where I call it micro, right? Yeah. This format yeah. is evolving. A lot of people are paying attention to this, but the early days of this format were like dances and pranks and you know jokes, stuff like that. But I think the next trend is gonna be: can we use this format, micro format, and tell a good story, or educate people, or you know promote, or you know in other words, like promote our business? 
So mm-hmm. I think that trend is going to, because we already know that people, Gen Z and, you know, people, even millennials, and, you know, we have short attention span yeah. and we rather watch, you know, these days spend time on TikTok or YouTube compared to, let's say, on radio or, or, or TV, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So with that, you know, as a business owner, then I'm always thinking, so I know that's where the attention is going. So how can I use these tools, the micro videos, and tell a story of my business so I can capture their attention. So I think uh, using micro videos for education purpose, for business purpose, yeah. that's a trend that's going it, to, it's already started. It's, I don't think it's new. A lot of people are doing it, uh, yeah. but I think it's going to evolve and it's going to be more, more and more business owners are going to shift from uh, TV spend to this, from Facebook ad spend to this, from like, uh, you know, Google ad spend to this format. So yeah. that's a trend I'm, so, I'm doing a lot yeah. with. So I think everybody has to go follow Ali over there now on Instagram, Philip, don't you? 100%. Like I was just uh, while while you were engaging there, Ali, I, I thought to show real professionalism, I went on to your Instagram <laughs> account. You've posted nearly 2,851 posts, Ali. So... Yep. Yep. You've, like, you've some catching up to do. Twyford. I really do. Ninety-one point six thousand followers. <laughs> I'm going to grab the Kleenex now and start crying. <laughs> uh, but yeah, definitely. You, uh, if you're listening today, check out um, Ali's Instagram. It's uh, Ali Mirza Two K. Um, literally, just a whole host of material. It's just fantastic. So uh, I love to do a deep dive here and uh, reschool myself, Ali. <laughs> As they say, um, but no, this has been a super show here, hasn't it? Really, it has. Uh, I I knew you two would get on like a house on fire, um, but unfortunately, we have to uh, call it now, as they say. So, yeah. uh, um, but uh, I suppose Ali, just thank you. Um, I know yes. Emer is probably the same. Our heads are fit to burst with the knowledge that you've shared. It's so, thank brilliant, you. brilliant. Thank you very um, much, Ali, for coming on. Thank, um, thank you so much, guys, for having me. Amazing questions, and uh, you know, hopefully, people got value. And uh, uh, I'm sure you guys will share the you know the links to my website if anyone wants to oh, get yes. in touch with me. Hundred percent. So, uh, thanks again. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. So, so yeah, if you enjoyed today's show, uh, you can catch it again in the other shows on the Let's Get Social Show podcast on Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, and on the Dublin South FM website. So do please download and subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And all that's left to say is, I've been Philip Twyford, Curly Marketer, and I've been Emer Duffy of Fit Social Media, and we'll see you again soon for more Let's Get Social. See you then. Bye. Bye.